If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another, uh, welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle thereof. I am your bri- <laughs> I'm your host, Brandon Fam, and with me once a month, our special guest Ray Graham. How you doing, Ray? What's up? What's happening? All right, I hear you, but I don't see you, which also means we're about to do the roundtable news episode. Here we go. Oh. 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 Roundtable news episode again is when we once a month go around the gamer game developer campfire to talk about the latest and greatest news that affects game developers such as yourself. And again, as a forewarning, try not to get us fired. Uh, this is our opinions of our own and not reflective of our company. So, uh, Ray, it's been a while. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm hanging in here. All right. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but this kind of popped up last week. Um, mm-hmm. Axie Infinity. I know the hottest topic, I think the last couple of roundtable news, we kind of spent it towards uh, talking about how NFT, crypto, all this stuff is kind of sneaking to the game stratosphere. It's becoming a hot topic, not just among game developers and gamers, but investors are heavily looking onto that as a way to kind of push forward their objective, whether it being initiative about money or fun, we are here and waiting to know. But uh, the first topic that's being popped up right now that I think is worth sharing is a little game called Axie Infinity. I, I think you were the first one to kind of point me towards this game. But for those who don't know about it, can you kind of give a little summary of what it is in a nutshell? I know you haven't played it, but uh, you probably know more about it. I mean, actually. it's it's an NFT game. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> is it like Pokemon? Is it, it like it, yeah, it um, looks like it, yeah, it's basically Pokemon, right? And and the actual Pokemon that you get are these axes that are are these characters. I don't know what they're called. Maybe they're called axes, I don't know. Um that that have that that are basically NFTs, right? And and you can you play and you earn you earn uh tokens, you you earn the, the cryptocurrency as 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 you're playing um it's, it's funny somebody else put me onto this um after we spoke and put me onto there's a documentary about how in certain i think it's in the philippines there's a there's a huge community of people that play axie infinity as a way of making actual money like it's their job and then there's people that run axie universities that that employ people to play axie infinity um so so that they can like make money to pay to pay their pay their living expenses it's it's actually it's actually crazy 
Yeah, I mean, it's one of those um, firsts that made it really big and is catching a lot of attention. And we're talking about in the billions of revenue here uh, and it being a pretty relative game. I mean, we're talking about within maybe a year or two, right? Uh, maybe even just a year. Uh, came out of nowhere and especially had a really uh, fun origin story. It came from the Philippines, right? There's a lot of interest there. And yeah. people overall... Uh, are always rooting for the little guys getting rich, right? So now you have investors, you have game developers who are enjoying it, and uh, obviously gamers who are buying it, they're spending the money. At least that's what we think, right? Who knows? Maybe it's a shadow company (laughs) buying all this to kind of get us all hyped up. But it's working, you know? Uh, So all is dandy, correct, right? Um, Well, up until last month, I think. (laughs) So last month, there was major uh, major hack. We're talking about not just Pennyworth, but uh, $600 million of, uh, of someone kind of hacking. And you kind of sent me this story before I actually looked into it. Can you kind of give me like a little summary of what happened here? Yeah, actually, I, I read a, a more detailed story of it more recently. And it's um, so like, you know, like you're about hack and you're like, I thought blockchain and all this kind of stuff was unhackable. And it turns out they didn't actually hack the blockchain. Um, yeah. they, they hacked uh, some bridge software uh, that, that is kind of like a side chain um, network. They, yeah, uh, on, on, the, on the network. So it was like a side chain on the network and they were able to, to uh, take control of a couple of the authorization nodes in that chain and through but through normal means they did it through like when i say normal means they did it through like social engineering stuff like so like phishing attacks and things like that um and took over control of these nodes and then were able to siphon off the the money into their own accounts um so yeah and and it turned out it was it was like a breach it was like a vulnerability that they just left there um that they did they, they basically they forgot about how vulnerable that vulnerable area that dude is definitely and, fired and somebody <laughs> and somebody just rolled up in there and, and drained it you know yeah it's important to kind of note like yeah they're a billion dollar company in 2021 mm-hmm. this this happened in 2021 um maybe late last year but it was the same year they raised over 152 million dollars in series b funding uh so that's mm-hmm. pretty much all that funding gone yeah. Uh I don't know if it's it's um it's comforting to know that the, the the technology is still sound, right? It's just a little loophole um on the side. So you can't completely blame the developers of not being able to like fight this and 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 but I think you know, not everyone digged into the story as much as you did. Uh, I think everyone just read the headlines. It's like, oh, I told you this technology is not sound. This technology doesn't work. Yeah. Well, definitely, so, yeah, def- definitely people in the headlines. There's a combination of just, you know, the Nelson laugh from uh, from Simpsons and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a whole lot of like, good, good for you. And, and then and then people just went on with their lives. Yeah. Uh, but then, yeah, like I was reading a, a story that went into a little bit more detail and it's like, yeah, it's not exactly, it's not exactly like a hack on the actual blockchain, but, you know, at the end of the day, losing $600 million is $600 million, right? So, 
Yeah, that's a lot, man. That's like more than the highest heist ever on earth. <laughs> it's like it's one of the biggest. $600 million? When was the last time you heard heist? Like, you have Hollywood movies that don't even steal that much. Yeah. Like, Ocean's Eleven only stole, like, what, 50 mil or something? <laughs> so how, how do you think this overall affects that 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 um, that space, right? Is this just validating a lot of the naysayers? Is this... Is this I, making a lot of people take a step back, uh, vestors wise? Well, I think there was a drop, right, in in the in the value of the currency, right? There was a pretty pretty big drop, but I, I feel like over the long long term, I think this is just kind of like a blip, right? And like I think there's somebody who they was quoted, like they're like, hey, that's a lot of money, yeah. And then they're like, they're like, man, this is cryptocurrency twenty, you know, twenty percent drop is is nothing to us, right? You don't know, like they're yeah. they're just kind of played it off like, oh, who cares, right? The, like we'll 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 fix we'll solve it and it'll be okay. So they they don't seem to be um, they don't seem to be too stressed about it, right? Um, and I and I think yeah, the money I think the money is gone, gone, right? So it's really just about, you know, make the closest security loophole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'm always wondering, like, with this type of thing, every few often we keep it, it's it's the talk of the town, right? This is what I've we've been kind of talking about. It's when if you're an investor, you're looking trying to uh, get your game invested, you have to have some kind of NFT and blockchain technology. It's it's the thing. It's the trend. It's what these guys, like you said before come into the room with like notes and basically they have to uh as part of where they want to put the funding in this this is a space that uh their investors you know or who they're representing are are heavily telling them like this is where you need to be so it's making it very difficult and even with this uh yeah i think like you said there is some kind of small setback but overall business as usual i think um by talking and still interviewing with a lot of people it's still the thing um around and i'm not sure have you changed uh your feelings the more you read on it is it is it still swaying towards uh this is this bs (laughs) so far i don't even if i'm gonna say it's bs but i just like i i'll just freely admit i don't see the point I don't get it. And I don't understand how so much money is being generated. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, I just don't get it. Uh, but somebody's making money. So, Well, I mean, it seems like the, the developers of this game and, and hackers of this game are making a shitload of money. <laughs> so what, what happens there? Like, at heist like that, they're, they're kind of broke off clean. I mean, the technology itself is untraceable. Is this is this the fear that coming true? Like, it's it's well, gone? Well, that's, that's the way it is. Yeah, that's the problem with it, right? It's it's very easy to steal, right? So once you get in and, and are able to steal somebody's cryptocurrency, it's it's, it's you don't no even way. launder money at that point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no way you're gonna get it back, right? So so like, there's quotes saying like the chances they the chances of recovery are are low, right? Um, they just it's very rare that the funds actually get returned. Right, because they they're not going to be able to find who has those funds, and you know they're probably distributed to hundred different places at this point. Right, and well, is that something that's ever going to be fixed? You know, or is it just 
that's just what the technology is. Like, is this something like regulations? Well, like you said before, as soon as you have regulation, what's the point? It becomes regular currency. That's yeah. the, so that, that never will be an alternative to kind of circumvent these hacks. I'm not, yeah, I'm not expert in any of this at all. Right. But from my understanding, it's like, that's kind of the feature, right. Is that it's, it's not very traceable and that it's decentralized and, and Fair that just, that's why people are are not really big fans of it, right? Because it's very easy for criminals and, and people to use it. Yeah. It sounds like we need to get into a hacking. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the perfect no, but, crime, man. No, but here's the, here's the thing too. You're like, you're like hacking like it was a hard thing, right? It was, they literally just did what a lot of hackers do is it was just like social find a side door open. social social engineering attack like you know send somebody a random ass email or a random ass link and then that person clicks on it and then it's game over you know what i mean so so is it most hacks are kind of like that where like you know the yeah. apple hack was just like trying yeah. to fake a fake email about your username and password and they found yeah. a side door that's it there's no like, yeah, like crazy most, like like people have this vision in their head of like hackers like like doing some sophisticated thing and breaking into an account or cracking some really hard to crack password or something like that. Most of the time people just give them their password right through, through, um, through clicking on phishing links in emails and, and text messages. Right. Most of the time it's that it's, it's, it's not hard. Like it's not some crazy super brain computer stuff going on most of the time. You know what I mean? I can do that. I'm really good with graphic design. <laughs> like everything you're telling me, like I, I can do this. <laughs> I can make things look like forgery on the on emails yeah. easily, man. Yeah, and the thing too, a lot of those phishing attacks are so bad. Like they're not even yeah, pretty obvious, believable, right? It's just well, the one that's popular now with game developers is the one that says like, "Hey, Riot Games wants to hire you. Uh, use that." Um, you heard of that one, right? You're no, used to, I've heard of that. Man, I receive those emails like every few often, and it's email representing a company that's highly desirable, and it lists like, "Oh, we're looking for a concept artist," and uh, feel, uh, go ahead and and send us your info, and we go through like this app. I forget what it's called. It's like Tele prompter or something right it's like a third-party app and that's where we conduct an interview yeah and so i have a friend of a friend that actually fell through it you know he was applying for a riot uh but uh he went as far as uh like uh sending uh his checking account for the first deposit yeah <laughs> it, it went that far and they'd take it and they take the money out and um yeah. it's been I mean, going have, on they would, all have to, they would have to have all sorts of other information to take the money out yeah they i mean apparently they gave it either through paypal or something but like that's the, that's the thing and that's been riot? going out for game developers this whole time i got like four different ones throughout the last year yeah. why are you giving riot your checking account that sounds crazy i know right i, I was laughing at him the whole time but like uh <laughs> There's, I guess it's working because they haven't stopped. And the emails, it's the emails that you see, right? It's literally Riot Games Online, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, like HR at Riot Games Online. I was like, all right, that's not a real email account. That's how you can <laughs> sniff it out. But yeah. it's most of the scam. It really is. It seems like most people fall kind of for the simple ones right there, just voluntarily. 
Well, I mean, you, if you watch like all those con documentaries, right, on Netflix, right, it usually oh, is yeah. like that. And the oh, cool, yeah. the, the awesome thing, and hey, we're not here to celebrate con artists or people who <laughs> ch- like cheat people. But sounds there's like res- sounds like you're celebrating. Them. There's a respect. Well, I mean, I I gotta say that, right? But like, there is like low, low, low bar respect uh, for these people because. You know, it's the perfect crime. A lot of that is like voluntary, right? They they they, yeah. they they plan it out so that you're volunteering information, and by the end of it, if you are kind of uh, caught, quote unquote, right, uh, yeah. the punishment is very minimal because in the end, you know, the person was willingly going along with the con. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just smart. watched. I just watched a bad bad vegan. And it yeah, was, bad vegan. It's always the same. Oh, it's like. Yeah, <laughs> but it was that one, and then the uh, the Tinder swindler was really good. Yeah, the Tinder yeah. swindler, and it was like the same pattern. It was like you know, you know that dude is out and he's doing like doing classes. the same shit. Yeah. He's, no, he's he's like selling classes now for something. Like it's crazy. Oh, Sign me up, bro. Like uh, <laughs> there's a certain I mean, skill to it, right? It's ridiculous, but like you know, half of it is the perpetrator, and the other half is the willing. So. Mm-hmm. I know it's a piece of shit move, but at the same time, it's like <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, that's 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 an understatement, man. Understatement. Yeah, but like you know, there's a lot of stupid people, and so I don't know. In a way, it's like but like learn through mistakes. One of the, in both of those cases, like I think one of the interesting things about how why it works is how they gain trust. Yeah, right, and especially like and they create. In Reliance. In of, yeah. yeah, in the case of both of those, in both those cases, I found a lot of things that were similar. And Very similar. Like, yeah. It was like show the person that you actually have money. Yep. Um. So they, so they when buy you ask for money. Completely. When you yeah. ask for money, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, sure, he's rich. I'm gonna get my money back. Yeah. He, right. Yep. Like they're not even sweating the money because they know you're good for it. Right. Meanwhile, you're showing them money from somebody else you swindled you know yeah. what i mean right and, and so you're just using like a ponzi scheme yeah. yeah another another swind- you you're basically it's basically a ponzi scheme yeah mm-hmm. and it's it's just oh my god like respect and, yeah it, it's hard to it's hard to call the people that fall for it stupid right because it's such a long con of building respect yeah it's a long-term investment exactly and and manipulating (laughs) manipulating manipulating the person right it's like a stock yeah i feel sorry oh i'm not i'm not talking like how you talking right but i'm just saying like you just feel sorry for the person like because they just been fooled you know oh yeah you always feel sorry for the sucker but then you know a big part of you is like well i mean you're pretty dumb why you keep (laughs) there's no there's no big part it's all of it is oh man that's that's yeah there's definitely a a a line that you cross where when that person like committed so much right yeah and there's just like no place of uh no point of return right they feel so guilty about you know how far they they got fooled where like that little finishing part seems to be why not i just go all the way through yeah it's so good man uh it reminds me a lot about crypto and NFT <laughs> because a lot of it is just buying people buying into it, into the hype. Right. And I mean, the whole system is based on hype, right? It's the idea that uh, the value 
goes up because people believe in it which is i mean i guess in a way it's kind of like it's it's speculation right it's, it's very speculative spe- yeah very very speculative yeah yeah but i mean people argue the u.s currency is kind of like that where there is no gold reserves that kind of equals in value right a lot of it's just mm. ious and because the people still believe in it the value is still in it but you know we have actual regulations behind it and make it harder for criminal to at least work towards laundering money because like you know you watch ozark right and there's a lot of effort put into laundering money so there's respect behind us well at least these guys are working hard for their stolen money but in a case where it's like nft and currency like this like crypto it's like wow so you just find a username and password and you get 600 million dollars how awesome is that like no effort just hide it in the ether (laughs) it's not it's not awesome but (laughs) it's awesome man i I don't condone it i don't want to do it i hate anyone that does it but this is what movies are made out of right there's a there's a glorified well, you know, it's, it's definitely could be a movie. That's that's for definitely a movie. Like, I think, Six hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, we're fascinated by that kind of stuff, right? But it's just, yeah, it's just so it's so it took crazy. people like ten years plus to accumulate a billion. Someone just spent like two afternoons just stealing someone's username and became a six hundred million dollar millionaire. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyways, I mean that—that's actually Infinity. Uh, it, I mean, at least it sounds like the technology was sound. It was just some stupid shit uh, on the sideline, uh, which I guess most hacks are kind of created that way. Yep. Uh, I am always interested. I still have yet to kind of find someone that has really convinced me, at least on the seller point of view, not, not the seller, the buyer point of view, where you know these investments in NFTs. In the stupid profile picture in there, like what exactly is the end game for that? Are they really imagining that they own this and then in some kind of virtual world later that it becomes useful? I did hear one rumor though. Uh, let me kind of pull this up. I don't know if it's true, but I did see it pop up that uh, Face Meta bought Linden Lab. Did you hear about this at all? I did not hear that. Did I hear that? Wait, maybe I heard it. No, I don't know if it's true. Here, let me pull it up. But um. So Linden Lab is the creator of Second Life, funny enough. Uh, the original uh, Metaverse. The, the first news story I, I hear about that is on is on April 1st. So maybe not. Ah, uh, it is April 1st. You're right. <laughs> you got me fooled. Yeah, April 1st. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, Second Life isn't even online anymore, right? So yeah, I, like I, I just checked, I just checked Reddit, and 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 then people say this was an April Fool's joke. Yeah, it got me. <laughs> Never mind, guys. False news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it would have been cool. I think it would have been a smart move if they did something like that. Um, I mean, let's talk about it a bit, right? So, uh, I've been listening to more interviews, trying to figure this out, uh, see if I still hate Zuckerberg or not. I mean, every interview, every talks about the metaverse, uh, it's all like interim steps, it seems, right? So what I've heard and what I've seen is that they're, like you said, long time ago, that they're looking at it the long game. So do they have the funds to kind of stretch that far? Do they have the backing of um, their uh, 
their 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 main investors to kind of be patient with them, you know, the stockholders, uh, to to ride that with them. Uh, I've been hearing a lot with um, Magic Leap, right? Lately, uh, they just released some kind of prototype. Let me kind of pull that up while I talk about this. They said they kind of pulled up a a, a prototype that's been kind of. Um, Uh, Hopefully, it's not an April 1st thing again. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Yeah, Magic Leap 2 aims to bring AR business. It it looks looks, uh, looks decent, man. (laughs) Let me try to pull this up right now. No. No? I mean, that's a lot lighter than other other prototypes here. (laughs) Sure. No? You still don't feel anything for this? Mm -mm. No. You were original supporter of this. Why, why the change of heart, Arison? I was because they almost original, went bankrupt. I was an original supporter. I said I, I, I said I tried it. I thought it was kind of cool, but they have they have to come a long way, right, to, to reduce the size of it and the coolness factor. These are definitely smaller than than the 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 bug eyed ones, yeah. the bug eyed glasses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they still they are focused. They are focused still though on like business, right? On on yeah, uh, enterprise on companies. So they get to enterprise and and not actual consumers. Um and so and so maybe that's the right play. It's still, yeah, it's still two thousand dollars that the thing costs, you know what I mean? Um so is it really just gonna be Apple that's gonna really finally segment cement who, this technology to everyone they are yeah i have i have no idea man because like i hear you know i hear rumors and stuff about apple stuff i hear it, the rumors but but like i have no idea like who knows it could just it could just be another it could just be like another hololens and 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 not be very useful right so who, who knows where they're going with it um but but it's yeah i don't know man i'm not i'm not you're just not convinced about yeah, what's going on with that space right now. Yeah, I think we have a long way to go still. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, do you think the Meta and what they're doing over there are, are, are still the leader? I mean, we see like um, what what the uh, overall market we we see the kind of like Steam users in terms of like what vr devices they're using and oculus have been kind of chop topping the charts more and more you don't really hear about the steam one as much mm-hmm. much less with the vive right there's not really any vr headsets out there that's kind of dominating as much no because I, I already told you i think the future is tether tether tetherless yeah vr ar right it's it has to there's no wires you're just walking around and 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 stuff is like doing its thing right so like so that's why Oculus Quest is so big, right? Like I think it's an amazing device. Um, but in terms of what they're like to get it to mass adoption, consumer type of levels, it's, there still needs to be so much more miniaturization and and coolness factor added to the thing. You know what I mean? And and battery life and performance and all those things come into play. It's like like doing that in such a small form factor is like really, really hard. You know what I mean? And like, does Facebook have the money just, just kind of stretch it out? Sure. But at the end of the day, the investors want to see them making some sort of headway, you know, eventually, I don't know how long, how long they can drag it out and and try to figure out what they're doing. Right. But like, as we go every year, there's new advances, there's new advances every year, things get smaller and lighter. Right. So maybe 
eventually we will get to that that place and everything is just a step along the curve towards the thing that will make it all more mainstream but do the investors have the appetite to spend that much time and money is the question right yeah and i think it all boils down to software right now software to me have been really lacking man we don't hear anything about that at all uh we hear devices here and there but like what has been the hottest software since half-life um you know know it's crazy you know it's crazy um so a friend of mine is the cto at a company um that they make a game called zenith it's a vr mmo game and like and like that game's doing very well um and it's a vr game mmo you know multiplayer that you play with a bunch of people what is it called Zenith? Uh, zenith 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 yeah and if you google it too i think the first news item you're going to see is that they received recently received like some fun. i did hear about that yeah right so that is crazy right so somebody games being yeah 35 million right so yep. the game is the game is being successful and and getting funding so that it could continue to be to grow and and build and be a long tail thing right so it's it's getting a lot of attention right yeah and uh, what, what's interesting is that it needs something like this to build the metaverse. Like everyone, I, I think I was reading actually, uh, funny enough, the, uh, I forget his name, but the guy who created Second Life behind Linden Lab since left. You know, obviously he was uh, uh, a, um, what do you call it? A pioneer, right? In that space with Second Life. He, wanted to build a virtual world he wanted to make a in-game economy he want people to kind of live and, and be able to make money off of that uh completely right uh and when asked about what suddenly you know back when they were popular not a lot of people were talking about but suddenly you know, all the tech companies are, are interested in the metaverse 20 years later what his thoughts were and his his commentary was interesting because he, he pretty much says what a game developer would say is like they're making these things and wanting to throw advertisement everywhere around you and but the whole soul of the metaverse is the game part people want to go in there to play and they stay because of wanting the fun that they're having with their friends. Right. Yeah. And, and right I, now the, the, I don't game loop isn't it, there for, yeah, I don't necessarily think it necessarily needs to be a game, but it just needs to be something that people enjoy interacting with other people in. Right. Right. So game game, there's things to do. Yeah. Game game is an easy thing to say, Hey, we're having fun doing this. But yeah. most, most folks want to like, monetize it to the point where it is it is everything right it's a part of your life right um that's that's kind of where a lot of the hype comes from it isn't from oh we're gonna play some games so that's how we're gonna make a lot of money right yeah. it's literally from we expect five billion people on earth be in these virtual worlds like that's what that's the kind of scale that they're trying to say is going to be the future yeah i mean this is better than well, you know what the meta team's doing but it's not it's, yeah. not, it's like it's yeah. wow which it's is not MMO. bad right it's better it's, than it's mmo yeah i don't think mmo is i don't know man there's a certain level where if you want to i guess you got to start small 
Yeah. I mean, it looks good. I mean, that's exactly right. Like the game, the game is out and got funding so they could double the studio, put more effort into the game, grow the game. You know, for the technology that grows and they can polish it, polish it up, polish it up more, add more stuff, you know, like it's just, you know, it's a live game, right? So it's going to be long tail, long service, you know? Yeah, that's good to know. Uh, (laughs) I will say this, right? Um, Also in the last month, uh, another thing that kind of popped up is uh, a lot of talks about going back in the office right so this is the, the 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 fear for a lot of studios employees who are comfortable at home kind of are situated and uh understanding like hey there's going to be a permanent home s- solution right or at least a hybrid offer from from my studio or my company uh but what we're seeing more and more is that facebook google um at least it's near term are asking everybody to come back. Um, most of it, making sure that vaccine mandated and all this stuff, but more importantly, I think today or Friday, uh, Activision in particular, Activision oh, Blizzard yeah. had a walkout because there was a, uh, uh, the mandate for, uh, vaccines got, uplifted saying that you know you don't have to have the vaccine to return the office and there was an uproar right everybody's like i don't feel safe you can't force us to go back uh there should be a permanent solution for those who are not comfortable and there was like 300 people walking out uh today i believe right um funny enough being near each other (laughs) hopefully these are vaccinated uh protesters um this is becoming more and more frequent. I, I guess there's like a bunch of questions I want to follow up with and what your thoughts are. But, you know, years ago, this was back when, you know, I started this podcast. It was kind of like scary to protest or have unions or I mean, there were some walkouts here and there, but it wasn't as frequent. Right. The last few years, it feels like it's more and more frequent for all sorts of reasons mostly harassment uh but now because of covid mandates and things like that uh and funny enough activision blizzard seems to be always in the crosshairs for every single one of those reasons and um there is a huge empowerment to employees now more than ever before uh people are not shy to express their opinions anymore if anything it completely flip i feel like corporations are so much more fearful of what they might say, how they convey themselves, uh, knowing that there are huge uh, whiplash effects um, through and by their actions, right? So, mm-hmm. I guess what are, what's your overall thought about this? Like, um, what, what was your feelings? Like, is this good? Right? Is okay? This could be dangerous. What's what do you good? I don't know. Just like the fact that people, if they feel not good about things, they can do walkouts and force whatever yeah, they want. I feel, okay. I, okay. I feel, I feel it's a combination of things, right? Um, I feel the youth of these days, younger folks are finding things of, to do of, are of this time. Yeah. Just take, are going to take less of the bullshit, right? There's that. And yeah. I think you combine that with um, with uh, pandemic, yeah. Two years of pandemic, everybody dying around you. 
Um, It gives you time to think about like, what do I really want to do with myself? Right. Is this really how I want to spend my time dealing with this bull? Right. And, and so folks are just fed up and, and right now, especially with companies are, are kind of looking for workers and some people, a lot of people quit, you know, the, the great, the, the great uh, resignation and all that kind of stuff. Right. Companies are like, Oh, Oh no. And so then now is the time that you're seeing a lot of this stuff because like the, the conditions are kind of right for it. Um, and then especially if it's Activision Blizzard doing something, especially with their, the, the latest history, um, a lot of people are just, they're just completely fed up with Activision Blizzard. Right. And so there's like another walkout, let's go. Right. Because this is some bull. Right. And they're trying to form it's like every union, Wednesday now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to form a union at Activision Blizzard. Right. So, um, so it's just more, it's fuel for that fire of like, oh, you really need to talk to, you really need to create this union. Right. So this was here around COVID. There are people that are, you know, not comfortable go to the office of people that are, are not vaccinated. I personally think that that is overblown because if you're vaccinated, yes, like chances are you will not get sick and die, but the other persons have way more risk. And if they choose, they want to put their social risk, they, well, who are you, who are you to say what they should do? Right. Um, I don't, I don't think it puts you at that much of a risk other than maybe you, if you're vaccinated, maybe you get a little stuffy nose these days. Right. Yeah. So, um, so like, I, I think being super concerned about that is really overblown, but, but if you want to, if you want to walk out and, and, and demand better conditions for working, like I can't, I can't be mad at that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Let's, un- let's unwrap that a bit. <laughs> so first things first, I, I think I'm on the same page with you, right? Like I've never understood the vaccination thing. Um, I'm vaccinated, but like I didn't take the boosters. So I guess I'm, I'm kind of available for COVID. I, I did get COVID in January, um, kicked it in, in a couple of days, but spent like the rest of the weeks to quarantine. Um, and I thought that when you get vaccinated, you're more protected, right? I thought that that's the theory. So why are you afraid of people who are not vaccinated? Because you might get it. I get that, but you should be less affected, right? The Person. Other, yeah. The is, other argument though is every time somebody gets infected with COVID, it gives it a chance to mutate, right? Yeah. So potentially there is a chance that, you know, somebody unvaccinated gets COVID and then spreads it. They spread some new variation that is that is more deadly or more dangerous or not not protectable against. Right. So yeah. far, so far, most of the variants are the vaccine is still effective against them. So it's like chances that like chances that like contagion will happen like and everybody will just drop dead instantly is, is pretty low but but the, but th- that is a risk right of, of further further mutation yeah, i'm just i'm just uh, i'm just at the that's point where I, I thought i thought covid is still 2021 you know what i mean it's like <laughs> like the omicron like wasn't the vaccinated people just spreading it the most like wasn't that the case <laughs> like, no, I, oh no that wasn't the, like that wasn't the case right I, I, the main thing about vaccinations isn't it, isn't it about it will stop you from getting the thing right it's it's about 
it, it does lower your chances of getting the thing. Sure. But it also it's about protecting you from uh from getting sicker serious, serious illness, right? So, yeah. But I do agree with you. Like I, I I overall I like people having the right to choose. I mean, I guess in a way the vaccinated people are fighting for that too, right? They're fighting for their chance to choose to work in the office or not or at home, right? The same way that I feel like non-vaccinated people, if they want to go in the office, they should be able to, right? Uh, I don't think that's right. We're, we're forcing them to, to do something that they don't feel comfortable with. Um, especially, you know. There's also the aspect of having kids at home, kids that might be too young to be vaccinated. Yeah. You, you end up being you're not sick you're asymptomatic you carry it home make your kids sick right so there's an aspect of that too right where where it could cause more spread right and so that's so people people are concerned about this right again chances of this is is like not low but it's not i mean not high but it's not like it's not zero you know what i mean so right and i guess overall People are concerned about that. They're like, hey, we should do the smart things while it's still at the levels where we need to be concerned about it. Um, we should do the smart thing. GDC just happened, right? And and GDC... Everyone you know, came back like, with COVID. Everybody's <laughs> like, why are we having an in-person GDC? And lo and behold, a lot of people were like, yo, I got COVID. Like a lot of people got COVID. Yeah, of course. From, from GDC, right? Yeah, dirty gamers, of course. <laughs> <laughs> this is the and, and, uh, and of yeah. course, like of course, most of the people were vaccinated and, and, and they and they were just kind of scratchy throats and they were fine after a few days. Um, but like it kind of showed like like putting people into into interior environments as if it's all good there's still some there's still some risk there yeah like i don't want to make this episode a covid episode right but i just <laughs> want to comment on this right the itch you throw it and it goes away i hear that a lot more than people dying from it right yeah, so yeah. and i feel like well we can't just skim over that you guys treat it like the plague there is a, yeah. i think at the beginning there is obviously precautions that had to be taken but we're two years in we have data now you know it's not the drop dead virus for a good percentage of the population. So it's unfair to keep treating it like that and treat unvaccinated people uh, in a way where they're like sinning. Right. I, I do feel like there's like a, like a witch hunt on, on unvaccinated people right now. It's, it's crazy when, you know, vaccinated people are spreading it just as much. So spoken, spoken like a true person from Orange County. Well, well, well there you go. <laughs> hey man, this is how I, Look at how tan I am. Vitamin D, son. <laughs> Natural deterrent of COVID. <laughs> no, so I, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I hear I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I still I think I I still think we're in a period of like of adjustment. Figuring it out. Yeah. I think we're still in a period of adjustment. And 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 I think a lot of the stuff the the mandates and this and that are already they're already being dropped in a lot of places, right? But I yeah. feel we probably have another year. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear a mask anymore. Do you? Like, is that? Yeah. Is it still a thing yeah. in the Bay Area? Okay. Yeah, I, I wear a mask, and like sometimes I walk into a place where I'm wearing a mask, and like not one person in the spots wearing a mask, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm that that comfortable with y'all yet, right? But but I I feel over time, you know, 
that will that will lessen more you know yeah well orange county december everybody was pretty good i'm wearing mask and then since then i'm eating acai bowls no mask high-fiving everyone like we're there already right it's like it's over i was at gd i was at gdc and i like i was at the event but i was in the area yeah and I met up with people and we, and we had dinner and drinks, drinks and stuff and hugged people and stuff and hung out. Oh, there you um, go. But I just, I just didn't, I didn't get COVID. Right. But like, there I just go. didn't do it in the, let me wade into GDC and like, yeah. And breathe all the free air in there. Like, yeah. yeah. All of that. <laughs> yeah. Next year though. Not this yeah. year. Yeah. I didn't feel too comfortable this year to go either. Yeah. For that like, reason. I the, yeah. Like I had the option. I had the option like to work the floor and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm not that committed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, but to walk back to the Axis Blizzard, this is the thing, man. So I, I kind of like I'm kinda of on the other side now, right? Where as a business guy, I'm kinda of, like looking from that perspective a lot and it feels like every week man there's always a reason for people to walk out so it's very hard to kind of function as a business like you said this is a still in process learning for both sides and it seems like most of california like you said mandates are being lifted and they're like all right i guess it's cool and suddenly there's huge backlash and they gotta take 10 steps back and here's the thing too right the industry as a whole i would love to say Right, and I've been telling and saying this for the last two years. I would love to say that the industry as a whole have got our shit together. Right, We're remote working works 100 percent of the time, and everybody is just on top of their shit. Right, that isn't true. Right, what we're seeing is a lot of delays, a lot of people who are remote working for these AAA companies in particular. Right, indie guys are always, you know, they're on top of their stuff. They know what to do, but you know, AAA guys in particular are in shambles right um they don't know how to function you have these producers running around saying that i guess i gotta produce something and they're having a million meetings uh i hear horror stories like they're monitoring that, that little slack light right uh to make sure that you know if that light isn't turning red uh that that means you're not working right so they're like actually time sheeting that as part of like you're stealing from the company uh, by not being by your computer. I'm hearing stories like that more and more frequently. Uh, the great resignation, you know, because of these kind of bad uh, habits, bad kind of eyes of Sauron that are happening. Uh, people are like, I have better options than this. Like, I don't need to be treated like a criminal. I'm a senior developer. So it's bad on both sides. Like, the shitty people are, are being shittier. Surprise, surprise. And the, the good people are, are kind of thrown out with the bathwater uh, with these bad perpetrators uh, that are abusing the time and the luxuries of, of time and money here. Uh, so overall, it's bad. That's what I'm I getting. Even, like, I, I would say some people. More people are right. abusing I think this. I think, no, I think it's, I think having flexibility is because good. You work, because you work at home. Yeah. Having flexibility in your work hours is fine. Yeah. The number one thing, it doesn't matter if my Slack light is on. It doesn't matter if, if I'm not at my desk or whatever. Yep. What matters is, am I outputting the expected results? Right. And however I want to do that, it should be, I should be allowed to. Right. And, and, 
and some people think the only way to get that result is you must come back in the office, right? There's advantages to going back to the office. There's advantages to talking to people face to face, of course, right? And so like finding a way to encourage that while also allowing flexibility, a lot of companies are doing more hybrid approaches, yeah. right? Which which makes more sense, right? Um, I was back in the office like during GEC and it was great seeing people, honestly. Yeah. And it's fun. I'm the type of person where I'm like, I don't want to see nobody. Anybody. Like, I'm yeah. cool with not being in the office, but it was but it was nice seeing them, right? Now yeah. if it's like I have to see them every single day and I have to spend two hours of my day to get there and get back every single day. No, but if I have the flexibility to see them, that that is that is that is advantageous. You know. What yeah. I mean? Um. So, so that that's that's how that's where I stand on it, right? And so I feel like when folks are just not here for the bull, you know, and and um and the whole Activision Blizzard thing, like I think it's just an example. It's another example of some companies are like. Yeah, you have to be vaccinated if you want to come into the office, right? Because there's other people here. There's all these risks. Like we 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 can't allow that. You have to be vaccinated if you want to come to the office. You don't want to get vaccinated? Don't come. You can work remotely. It's fine. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll we'll do meetings and we'll live, right? Mm-hmm. I think Activision Blizzard is saying just removing all the restrictions and stuff like that is just an example of them not really being people focused. Right. And there weren't people focused when the assass- when the harassment allegations were out there. Mm-hmm. They were not people focused. It's not a good look. Yeah. And how they treat their employees and they continue not to be people focused. And so therefore the people are like, nah, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't stand for this. Mm-hmm. Right. And and the companies that are more people focused are the ones that will be more successful in the long run, especially with the the younger generation that ain't here for the bullshit anymore. Yeah. Right. So, ah, uh, yeah, I get it. Like, there's a lot of more people who are, like I said, I think before, the youngins are more empowered. The, the yeah. we have the luxury of being at home a lot now. We know, uh, we, we value our time over salary or, or prestige or whatever the fact, right? And uh, it is a uh, employee's market right now, right? Yeah. Uh, we get to choose uh, whatever jobs we want, and if you don't want us, we can go a click away uh, to find that perfect job for us. Like another, another example of this is like, um, I saw a recent interview. I want to call this out. I saw a recent interview with the founder of black girls code. I don't know if you heard about black girls code and how the the founder is under investigation for, for creating a toxic work, work environment. And, and she was doing a recent interview and she like low key, was like, you know what? With with the kids these days, I re- I really should have watched how I was talking to them, right? So so low key, she basically said said these it's these young kids that that just can't take a strong leadership style. And I'm like, and I look back on how we came up, and how we're taught, how we were managed, and it was bad then, but we just took it, right? We took the abuse then. And then now we become managers and then we dish out the abuse on the folks underneath us. And now we're at the, we're at a point in time where those people are just like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not taking that. You know what I mean? Is and, that a, 
And good it, thing and or it, bad thing it, is what I I'm asking. I think it's a good thing. I think it's okay. a good thing because it was trash when we went through it. It's trash today, right? And and but it's just a, the person that's receiving it is all no right. longer taking. Let me sh- let me all right. right? Let me counter that I because this I don't see anything wrong with that. All right. And some people will say, "Oh, and I'll tell you what's wrong with you're, after you're this. just soft. You're soft. You need to you need to you need to boss up more. You need to get a thicker skin." Not everybody's the same. And also treating people like that is just like, it's just not right. Right. You know, okay. Not Obviously right. there's extreme cases that are obvious and yeah. of course you should treat people as equally as possible. But I do see this, right? Whenever the pendulum is swung too far on either side, it's always bad in other yeah. ways, right? It needs to always be balanced sure. the same way that I think, yeah, the, the people that are walking out has equal say, but I, uh, has has a good say in what they want to do, but you know, as a business person, and or, or from the business perspective, right? If that employees still have no understanding of the business side of things, and they just want what they want when they want it, right? And it doesn't exactly line up to the books, right? Then you don't have a business uh, with too many people walking out or whatever the heck. I will give you a clear example, right? When empowerment needs to be balanced and right now i feel like it's it's really swung in in one's way and i'm I'm already hearing stories that it can go wrong really fast here's the story right so i have a friend who works at a very well-known visual effects studio right very well known basically every every movie goes to the studio i won't name it but think about like five there's like five (laughs) yeah there's a five right all right so he he, he's a he's a lead right he's a he's a lead at that place and uh fresh out of school students were under his team his project right Mm -hmm. and he would be finding himself uh getting into these meetings telling them what to do right in a very nice way and very calm it's very normal way right hey these are the things you need to do as you would from a lead to a junior right and uh days would pass and the things that's being asked wasn't being delivered and it got to a point where his supervisor pulled him inside and say what is going on it's delaying all these things what's going on so as a good lead he stepped up and said hey it's my fault you know the project's under me uh i'll take care of it and so he did and uh what he did after that he pulled the juniors aside and say hey i know i tried to talk to you guys about this but you can't let things kind of slip past like this because it's unprofessional right you got to have to be able to handle your responsibilities that's the uh expectation of your role these two juniors went around to hr to complain that they were being harassed that they were being condescended uh spoke condescendingly spoken to and that uh that 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 this was harassment right and so we're in a climate where any signs of possible pr nightmares are 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 just unacceptable right it's too too much to play with so they couldn't straight up fire the guy right mm. so what they did was instead of rectifying the situation I mean, where, I mean, which it was this let me finish let me finish i'll let me finish yeah the juniors who didn't do their jobs right their responsibility but because we're in a climate where uh employees are so empowered now that uh employers can't do anything even if 
the job isn't performed. So what happened to this lead was that he got removed from the project because they couldn't straight up fire him, right? That's another lawsuit that they can't handle. Mm-hmm. And the juniors uh, stayed and, and continued on the project, even though he took the hit on their behalf. I'll, okay, I'll say this. So, say this. I'll just, Tell I'll me just, what you think about that. I'll it's just, happening. What I, think, what I think about that is we were not there. That's okay. what I think, right? So you have no idea how your friend talked to them. Bro, my friend is the nicest (laughs) mofo. I'm not saying I'm not ever, bro. I'm not saying that he's not. But this is this is where it is now. Like, how do you talk to a junior without being condescending? Now, right? I will say I will say that we. Where's the line? Like, especially as a lead myself, right? As a leader or whatever you want to call it, Um, you know, we are taught. One of the things we're taught is like how to give feedback. Yeah. Right, and how to do it in a way where the person receiving it actually receives it, right? Yeah. And and yes, we're in a climate where you you have to be careful with how yeah. you speak to people, right? And and you have to go. You can't just be like, like if it's like if it's they you're not delivering something, and the expectation role is this. Like you you just have to you really have to frame it in a way of like this is what happened. Right. This a factual thing happened. This is a factual thing that has happened. And this is the impact of that factual thing. And this is how we improve in the future. You know what I mean? Of course. And and I and I think like if you really approach it in a way of of like really the the focus on how you deliver that that feedback to people, you won't get them running to HR. Okay. Let me play your supervisor. Hey Ray, can I talk to you for a second? I say, what's up, man? Hey, I heard you were talking to your junior and they came to complain. Uh, it's like, what, what? what's the difference here? Oh, I, I talked to him really respectfully. Well, that's not what we heard. They felt like they were being undermined. They felt like they were feeling a certain way, right? Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to have to remove you from that project, all right? Mm-hmm. And then to separate you two. Wouldn't that be a mother effing <laughs> pissed off moment for you? Because that is... As my friend said, that's what happened, right? And I, it, it's it's crazy because I can see that happening in this type of climate to avoid any PR nightmare. Well, though, first of all, like the company doing that, yeah, like one is, but okay, VFX industry is notorious about For harassment, yeah, just just grinding people to dust, yeah. right, and they're yeah. and harassing them, right. So it's like, so that's a notorious thing, right? But the company didn't really go about that the right way either. No, I mean, um, company should investigate that. Be like, yo, what exactly did you say? You know, oh, okay. You know, we feel that's okay. Or come down with some sort of agreement of, or, or some sort of judgment on, was it okay? Was it not okay? This is how we improve and then communicate that to everybody. Right. But instead what the company does, it goes, Oh, this person says they can't work with you. So we're just going to shuffle the, the problem around. Now, if your friend was like a real abuser and harasser, now he's a shuffle to a different project to go and abuse and harass other people now. Right. Yeah. And so, so the company's not really solving the problem at all. And it just, perpetuating it actually right if there was a problem if if it was actually a real problem right but there isn't and and so but instead they're just so afraid yeah but that's where the climate that that, that's the danger it's understandable to be afraid but you still got to do the right thing you know what i mean um and like yeah but we're just at a point 
where the the risk is too high. If you fired a junior degree, you're like, oh, you're firing me because I complained. That's a lawsuit. You fire the guy, the other guy, he's like, you're firing me for no good reason just because somebody said something about me. That's a lawsuit. Right. So, so the company, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's very hard but, but, to but run the a business. Not, but yeah. the company really should approach it by saying, we talked to him. He's, he's, he said this. You're saying this is a case of, you know, we weren't there. There's two people saying different things. Right. What do you need from us to solve? Like, really approach it in a transparent way where, where you could try to mend moderate that discussion this is the problem bro this is what i'm saying man this is we're way past that point where cancel culture this is where cancel culture is very dangerous now no no i i I feel that's just a cop-out for people that still want to be assholes right and and uh you know yeah sure like society changes right society's ever changing always evolving right and you have to evolve and change with it Right. That it was it was acceptable for certain things to be true in the United States just in 1950s or 1960s. Right. And over time, it, that became unfashionable. Right. So over like just just we're in a time where it's unfashionable to treat your workers any sort of way right? because they have options and opportunities. So they get to say, fuck all y'all. Right. Yeah. And and, well, and even if and even if you agree that that. um they're a little bit thin skinned or they're a little soft or they're not as, they're not as hard as you used to be back in the day. Right. You, you also have to accept that that is just how it is. Right. And then how do you work in that new environment? Right. And some people are just like, screw that. I don't want to change. I don't want to change how I work in that environment. Screw all that. Well, then you're going to have problems. You know what I mean? Um, so you have to be mindful of that. I was literally just talking about this with some, with some friends, like some other old jaded people. Yeah. And, and it was the same thing. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you do have to be careful with what you say to people. Yes. Okay. Right? Because, because it's, we're in, we're in a heightened, we're in also in a, we're in a heightened environment we're in a heightened that's environment manifesting itself on live certain television. People, <laughs> certain people also help stir up that heightened environment too, through, through their Twitter accounts and things like that. Right. But bro, like um, we're getting to a point where people can smack each other on TV for like doing a light insult. Yo, right? that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I and he was being applauded because that was yeah. being live canceled, man. That's you, live canceling. No. It's manifesting in very here's, scary ways here. Here's, here's yeah. the number one thing you have to understand. Here's the number one thing you yeah. have to understand. Just because you were able to do and say whatever the fuck you wanted and nobody slapped you up in your face. Yeah. Does not mean you're not going to have a, a time when somebody comes up and slaps you in your face. Right. And because sometimes what you do has consequences. Right. I actually think that that um, Will Smith should not be slapping people in the face. I think that is that is wrong for any reason. Right. But I could also understand when when your black wife gives you a look, you got to go up and handle the business. Right. (laughs) So I understand that, too. Right. At the same time. Right. I think I think all the things could be true at once. Right. I think it's just a joke. You should relax. Yeah. I can understand why you want to slap a man. And then I also think ultimate that, disrespect. And also, and also I think when you, <laughs> that's ultimate, when, that is death. I'll, I'll, you I'll chose death. When you, when you say, <laughs> when you say things about people, the chances yeah. that you get slapped in the face is high. 
right? Like, you know what I mean? Right. So like, I think all three of those things are true at once. You know what I mean? And they all conflict with each other. And it's okay that, that you can feel that way about these distinct things. Right. Um, some people just think it has to be something, it has to be black and white. You either have to agree that it's just a joke and nobody should be getting slapped or, or, or you, uh, or you're totally like, yeah, you gotta protect your wife and slap this man for anything he says. Right. And the truth is really, it's, it's, it's all of those things are true at the same time. Uh, something's more true than others. They can all be true, but, uh, they're they're all all true. The same that you can see. You said something about my wife. I'm going to slap you. If someone says something about my wife, I probably will fight you. Right. Even, even if it's in a, even if it's in a, on live television in front of everyone. (laughs) But, but then me being me, me being me, I wouldn't get up in live television and slap you because I don't think it's right. You do it in the backstage where he can slap back. Like clearly, you know, there was an understanding that Chris Rock couldn't and wouldn't do anything to kind of retaliate. Just just because these days people want to cry about cancel culture and things like that. It's just because the people that normally used to be the punching bags are punching back. That's it. And people are uncomfortable with people punching back. Right. And Activision Blizzard are are uncomfortable with. Yeah, I'm not. Let me kind of be clear. Like Activision Blizzard is probably not in the best place right now to defend on yeah. anything yeah right I'm, I'm, this is a long I'm time laying, coming i'm just laying, I'm just laying yeah. out for you right and yeah. now that now that people that are workers have have a voice and can go to hr and complain about how they're feeling um people are like this is this is crazy i could just do whatever the fuck i wanted before and now i got, actually have to watch what i say yeah yeah motherfucker yeah you do have to watch what you say now <laughs> right i'm just afraid that once it swings too far on one side that the thing the 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 marriage you know will 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 crumble right obviously workers there's workers and there's people that run the company right there's two different uh types that need to work together to make it function right so if it's all about workers and what they need and what makes them comfortable it doesn't necessarily mean the business itself can function uh you know if everybody wants like higher salary all at once if everybody is walking out on like deadline days just because they feel like it and expect their jobs back in this day and age businesses have to prepare for that they have to worry about how they treat their employees they have to be competitive with other companies that will treat their employees better yeah they have to otherwise they will die right and you have to evolve and change with the times or else you will die yes right and and that's just how it works (laughs) we're gonna end up just playing minecraft all day man this (laughs) (laughs) all these companies are really gonna fall apart everyone's falling apart man left and right no you can you can see i feel a way about this right but because it's just it's just so it's it's a a lot of bullshit that's been happening for sure no it's not logical Right. It's not Uh people. People are like, man, I used to be able to say whatever I wanted and people would just take it. Now, now there's actually (laughs) consequences for the things I say. Oh, my God, this is this is not right. And it's like, well, is it is it not right? Really? You think so? You know, Um, we'll find out. And the the people that complain the most, I feel about it, are are the people that are not even remotely affected by it. The people who are. abusing it the most or no, the people complain are... about it the most like okay. at, the end of, at the end of the day it's like oh man yeah that thing happened and then like you know 
man, I'm still, I'm still like, I'm wiping my tears with my hundred dollar bill still. You know what I mean? Like, like, (laughs) like, 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 uh, some, you know, somebody asked, uh, you know, you just said Chris, Chris Rocket and Slabs is like cancel culture, like live cancel culture. Right. Yeah. Uh, Somebody asked uh, his brother, like, how's Chris Rock doing? And he's, he was like, still rich. You know what I mean? Right. So like he's getting richer. <laughs> There's like, definitely, and he, and he I will say this. Made, you said all things are true, but one yeah. is definitely yeah. more in the right than, than the other. Right. Will Smith is being canceled on all his projects. No one wants to touch him. He's toxic yeah. right now. Right. Yeah. All his biopic, all his plans yeah. that was in the works have been pulled. Right. Yeah. Chris Rock, on the other hand, everybody's buying his ticket and supporting him. So, in the end, I don't know who's still defending Will Smith, right? Because even Will Smith apologized, right? There's a lot of people still defending. Which is crazy to me, right? Because, here, if you, bro, I can, here's the thing, man. If you're going to let anyone, like, condone me slapping anybody, and I'm stronger than most, right? Yeah. <laughs> I will I will create such a havoc where you want to go back to no slapping again. This is the problem, right? It goes but both ways. It's not just I'll, the weak slapping the rich or the strong. Yeah. The strong can slap just as hard if you want to play that way. And it's back to chaos, man. It's back yeah. to the no, primitive I'll, days. No, I'll say, I'll say this. Anarchy. Yeah. I'll say this, right? You say you don't get it, you don't understand, right? Um, get smarter with words. Certain, no, no. <laughs> certain people understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll I just put it that way. I'll just put it that of way. Of course. Right? Certain yeah. people understand, right? Okay. They may not agree. Yeah. And there's a difference, right? There's a difference yeah. between agreeing that, like, yeah, you should just slap the shit out of somebody, right? No. Yeah. Right? Most yeah. people don't agree with that, yeah. but they understand. I understand. <laughs> right and, and that's- wasn't there a chris rock joke about that about like um he was talking about never hit women or something and, and he was saying that it was like i would never never hit a woman but i understand <laughs> for, for certain like that's his own joke yeah. uh, like- i don't condone it by the way it's just a joke it's not even mine but uh i i just hope that in the end that there's a balance, right? And here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Like, you know, there's a huge uh, inequality with women pay and all this stuff, right? And I think the number one argument with and where people are, you know, the term feminist is, is very tough for a lot of people to, you know, the definition it feels like is different where it used to be like more equal rights right but now some people define it as women having more rights than men sometimes right it's no some people <laughs> hey i've talked to people man like Who's like i have I, are these people you're talking bro about? i i have a, i have a friend let's just say a friend right and she was like women can do anything better than men it's like really can't we just be balanced and equal you know like maybe there's some things that men do better and women do better you know can't we be in that range she's like no women can do everything better than men it's like all right now you're just swinging too far right like these are things that are in all these kind of conversations it's always like because of the uh because of how wrong they were treated right they feel like the extreme version is to make up for all that wrong and i i don't know how i feel about that because i feel like well we're just causing 
problems for different people now. Um, I don't think that's. I mean, I, I think the correct way to approach it. I think yeah. generally those are streamers. You don't. You don't yeah. actually. Mean they it. don't actually matter. Okay. Right? They don't actually show up in in any in any sort of large number to really move the needle any anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. I I believe that about most extremist views, honestly. Yeah. Right. Um. But then also at the same time, we are we are um, we are basically just a collection of all the things that have happened to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and so you know, it's, you you build certain views based on all. Based yeah, on I just want to get your, your to a place to understanding for everybody. Yeah. 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 Right. So. So don't don't walk out on me before we talk. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Friday. I don't agree with what you're saying. I'm out. It's like, Gil, we got a deadline. It's like, I'm out. It's like, I can see it being very dangerous very soon. I was like, hey, man, if you don't do this thing, we don't get paid. That means you don't get paid. That means this whole thing's collapse. It's like, I'm cool. I can go to another place. It's like, all right. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. (laughs) How many big places are left? I mean, the industry is not that big. I'm, I'm just afraid that there's just... Like, but don't you already argue? You argue the other way about this. You you're, you always argue that if there's some sort of deadline that the the company hinges on, yeah. right? You shouldn't be working up until the end, the nth hour. It should never be the nth hour. I always feel like you know it's misplanned, right? Because yeah. you know the creatives aren't involved. But yeah. I feel also there's also many factors nowadays that can hinder a deadline outside of just working it. Right now, you got to worry about everything you gotta worry about like paternity leave and maternity leave and stuff like how dare <laughs> <Yeah>. they uh, <laughs> people walking out just because someone sneezed funny how, right yeah how, how dare they go home and like put their kids to bed and eat dinner at home and hey stuff. man this podcast was you know started because of that but like i'm starting to see and that's my the extreme here that's what i'm afraid of man i'm like all right now we're just going too far in workers right i hear stories about the junior not you know taking directions and feeling empowered because they have the power now like that scares me because now we're we're leads and seniors it's like all right the how do you function as a studio um if if regular hierarchy uh is not gonna work there's no respect right They, they want respect from the low side but there's also respect for seniority too right through by experience not respect as like i demand it more like you know i've been around the industry no you're you're saying you're 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 getting real close you're getting real close i'm not there yet i will say this i will say you know there is experience and i feel like that's kind of get thrown out a lot here's the crazy thing i always find that weird i always find that weird right it's like in the position i am in now yeah i like i enter conversations yeah and people change up or change how they act you know like 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 all of a sudden now it's like oh yeah okay i see your point or all of a sudden they're, they're really quiet you know they're not as expressive as yeah, they would be yeah yeah and it's like and it's like do you feel like they're withholding information until you leave or they're gonna go your way just because you're around? no it's, it's just like it's just like all the all the bosses here you know what uh, I mean? it's like, it's yeah. that kind of thing yeah you and, are the boss guy now yeah <laughs> yeah and and i'm like i'm trying not to be that like, guy yeah and i want like I, of course yeah i want them to listen to my ideas and things like that right but like i don't necessarily want i want them to respect me where they don't treat me like garbage right yeah 
but I don't want them to respect me in a way that anything I say to exclude you. Yeah. Anything, the way, anything I say is the right thing always. Right. Like yeah. I, I will not say the right thing all the time. I will make a mistake, you know, a lot of times so I I'm looking for feedback. Right. Even if it's a junior, it's, it's a collaboration, right? You may yeah. have an idea of how somebody wants to do a thing. You can get them, you point them in the right direction. Right. Uh, but the way they learn is for them to kind of experience it. Right. And it, depending on their junior level, right. Some, right. if they're super junior, then maybe kind of take, hold a hand, take what hold I say hand in the, in the right direction. And if they're a little bit less junior, help them figure it out on their own and, and then they'll learn and grow rather than you just doing it for them. Right. And you have to find the right mix. Right. Um, but I don't, I usually don't use the word you have to have respect for, <laughs> for my experience. No, but no. it's, a, it's no. all right. This is coming from the even, Asian even, culture, even, right? Even, There's a senior, even without, even without your, your experience, you should be able yeah. to also get your point across, right. In a way, in a way that anybody will believe it, no matter what your position. Hey man, this is, this is me pers- personally recalling my, my own experience as a yeah. junior, right? Yeah. I was young and hot headed back then. Right. Mm -hmm. I felt like I knew everything uh, more than my my years uh, can explain. Right. And oftentimes I didn't, uh, you know, approach things as as much wisdom as I do now. Right. This is only only because time had passed and I have learned and because I I was surrounded by great leads and leadership that were patient with me to kind of catch me up on things. Right. But if you put that guy in this day and age, right, I can see myself wreaking havoc. Man, you talk to a guy I never probably told you. I started a mob, right, at a, a, a PS launch, uh, <laughs> PS3 launch, right? It's like it, it started as 10 and it ended up 500 people. And I single-handedly <laughs> created this mob. And that power was very uh dangerous <laughs> yeah i'll tell you sometime but i felt that and i feel like we're at a time where if i put my 20 year old self in this environment <laughs> with this much power all right it, i can do very bad things very quickly um uh, because you know it's uh i don't know if you remember maybe you were different you were more willing and understanding but i wasn't man i was i was really uh impatient and if i didn't get my way you know i would you know force my way um but thankfully i didn't take it too far and i didn't have the tools and instruments at 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 my reach to make those type of things happen this is what i'm afraid of like youngins the youth are so empowered now and they know dude within the tweet they can cancel people as if uh, as long as a lot of their friends can get in on that right i just don't think it's the right look i'll say literally just today i was talking to somebody who's young straight up like relatively new out of school yeah and and they were talking about how you know the process of finding a place to work um, they, they wanted to get into the game industry, but decided to not work at a game development company because the stories they hear of crunch and, and the unreal scaring them away working yeah. hours. Right. And I, I found it really interesting yeah. that he, that, that, that we are in an age of the information about how horrible the video game industry is with, with work-life balance and all that kind of stuff. Yeah is factoring into how 
decisions are made. These kids are making their decisions for their career. Where like when it was me, I was just like, yeah, I want to make whatever I can get. Yeah. Yeah. And and those guys were like, like, here's two dollars. And I was like, thank you for the two dollars, sir. And and like, and I'll work 40 hours. Like, like it just today. I'll work, I'll work more than the hours that are in the day. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was ready to go and I, and, and they exploited it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, they, and they took advantage of it. Yeah. Right. And that doesn't mean back then it was right. I don't think it was all wrong. Right. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Right. right? It is Mr. Right. Mr. Unity director. All right. Yeah. Like you make I it sound it was, like this wasn't part of no, what and I think, made I think you. Right. I think we're, yeah. I think it did definitely, definitely made me the person I am today. Of course. Yeah, right. Of course. But I think we're also in the, we're in an environment now where there's more information. Yeah. Right. I think that the, like when we were coming up, the internet was like on the, like, the amount of information you could get was there, but it's nowhere, nowhere on the level that it is today, right? And so, like, society has changed, and, and society have changed, yeah. And I think the the amount of cons still is the same as benefits, right? Yeah, yeah. of course, we went through shit. We had to wear extra hard. We got to do crunch to kind of, yeah. you know, be in a competition mode. I feel like we're in an age where youth are uh, are expecting, you know. Uh, rewards without challenges like, that's where i'm afraid of where i feel you know today's youth can easily not work as hard for uh for what they need or what they want right i do see that side of it you know if we're talking about different generations i don't see this generation working as hard you know they just I, they just want you know to be famous on youtube or whatever the case without much that effort that's not how it works but being like by youtube is is no effort <laughs> no no what i'm saying is of every jake paul right because it looks yeah. easy right but the truth is these are, are really savvy business guys that made it to top but yeah but the millions that try the millions that try are the general public and i feel because of these kids going in the industry expecting like hey i don't need to work hard i can get what i want i can move up I can, i'll do what i want hey i don't want to do that that's a stupid idea what are you going to say to me, right? Uh, oh, okay, you're old, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm more relevant. You know, this is the attitude I feel when one side is feeling too justified, right? And this was, you know, our issue with corporal management because they are the big guns, right? We can't challenge them. And uh, we have repercussions if we do challenge them. It can result into us being blacklisted, right? That's why we were so afraid to talk back. But now if the youngins, I feel it's reversed. If we don't appease the youth, if we don't appease these juniors, then we have a bad PR uh, situation, right? And we're betting too. To me, it's the exact same story on the other side. This is what I'm afraid of, right? And I don't feel like the youth... Yeah, it is great that... And I get it too. Because of the podcast, a lot of youth... And in a way, I feel half and half, right? A lot of people come up to me and talk like, hey, because of your podcast, I understand what the game industry is like. Uh, I am, you know, afraid of all these things. Maybe I shouldn't do the game. I was like, oh man, I, I don't really want you to, to scare you away from the game industry. Obviously, there's great things about it. Um, and there are other things. It's just to inform you to make sure that if you smell bullshit, to be deterring you from bullshit. But I don't want to deter you completely away from the industry because yeah. you know there are good places there if you look for it. 
Right. So I feel kind of like half and half when these type of, you know, emails or in-person conversations are happening. Uh, But, you know, as we're turning away good people uh, from the industry, it doesn't really fix the issues that we're having now. You know, I don't think I do think I agree with you with the times things are changing some for the good, some for the bad. Right. That's how I honestly feel about it, uh, because that's, I do. That's just change. Right. Everybody it is change. I do. And I hope that overall, yeah, maybe, you know, the next generation will take the industry and in, in, in better and in, 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 in greater innovations that I even thought of. But right now I'm feeling all right. There's a lot of lazy youths yeah. who, who want things now. Right. Without working hard for it. And then any challenge they get from a supervisor is harassment, right? So that's, I'm just really afraid that that line is so blurred and not defined on what is harassment and what is being just, you know, experience, uh, just showing you the way in a nice way, even a nice way, right? I feel like anything that challenges you can can be problematic. And so we're not going to even navigate through that, right? It was just like, hey, whatever you say, you, you can do this if you want, but... Yeah, the, the, the last thing I'll say on this, yeah. because we're beating the dead horse, yeah, is is let me let me know when the thing that you're afraid of becomes a real thing, right? Okay. Because there's no example of what you're afraid of. Okay, I, I have one example. <laughs> I shared it. <laughs> I think I shared it with my friend at this visual effects company. I mean, that happened. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not an example of pendulum swinging too far. I think that's just a, a an example of. The company not really mediating the issue very well, quite frankly. Okay. Right. And and um and like I said too, like I, I feel everybody. I didn't say this before, but I'll say it now. Yeah. I feel the only thing everybody wants at yeah. the end of the day, and I and I mean everybody, is that they just want to feel heard. Yeah. Right. I've had a lot of conversations that go left. Right. When it's a whole lot of like misunderstandings, right. People talking past each other or just not really understanding the other person. Not listening. Viewpoint, not listening. Right. And when you really take the time to listen to somebody and be like, yo, this is, this is what I'm saying. How do you feel about that? This is the impact of this thing. Checking that they understand what you're saying, hearing them repeat back what you said to them. Right. Um, that that is a good way of making sure that these issues don't. No matter if it's a youth, a soft-skinned youth, or a grizzled <laughs> veteran, that 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 is that is a surefire way of making sure that it doesn't go left. Right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people out there in positions of management and power, right? That just 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 don't know how to do that stuff. Yeah. Properly. Right. So. Well, you guys here here first. Uh, just listen <laughs> to each other. <laughs> and no, uh, seriously, I've I've had so many conversations where I just repeat what the person said back. I just go, "You said this. You said that. You said this." Oh yeah, that's what I do in interviews, dude. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, "No, that's not it." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." And then you you revise what they said, and they're like, "Yeah, that's it." Okay, cool. Right. So they, they you know they can't they can't say that you were not listening to them or yeah hear them right. My trick 
is the same way I, I go on dates, right? When I do interviews, it's like you, if you get the other person talking more than you, they'll think it's a good interview. <laughs> and it's always worked 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. I would just end up saying nothing and they end up saying, hey, that's a pretty cool guy. And they just spent the whole time talking, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I think in the end, people, uh, it's a balance, right? If you're dealing with someone who wants to talk more, you just listen more. If you still want to do 50-50, great, right? I mean, that's the ideal. But uh, uh, overall, our industry is a lot healthier, I believe, right? It's a bigger industry than 10 years ago in in many ways. We have the metaverse, we have Facebook, we have Google. We have so many different ways we can use our knowledge uh, in different industries now. Uh, More youth than ever entering the game industry. More talent uh, than we had uh, because of more schooling and availability and knowledge. Uh, not just knowledge itself, but in, in, in actual uh, about the industry itself, you know, coming in, knowing what they're getting into. And hopefully, what I'm hoping is a lot of these people coming in, and maybe that's what's happening, right? They're trying to change the norm of like, we don't take this bullshit anymore and kind of flipping the tables. And uh, hopefully, too, uh, we're just in a area of discovery for both sides, right? And once this is blown over, then we have a new structure that is in place that both sides uh, agree on and and it becomes a model for other companies. And I, I hate to say it, man. I think Activision Blizzard is, is the one that's going to have to figure this out for everybody. You know, the only one that's really happy about all this is, is Riot. It's like, holy crap. The minute, <laughs> the second night, we thought we were in trouble. Thank God, Activision Blizzard around the corner. <laughs> it's like constantly in the news now about every little thing. Um, so uh, it's crazy. Uh, I didn't think that this much would happen in the last five years as it did. It, it progressed pretty fast. I, I definitely think uh, the union talk progressed real fast. Yeah. Like, it was like it was it's a light switch moment. Yeah, a year a year or two ago, people started talking about. We've been talking about union forever. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. A year or two ago, it was like we're going to do a union. I was like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. And unions are starting to kind of sprout out, and there's walkouts and strikes, all sorts of things going on. I'm like, oh, yo, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, five, six years ago, we were doing Glassdoor Confessions, and we thought we were being sly and sneaky about it. And now it's like on the front page every day. It's yeah. like, wow, <laughs> yeah. times are changing. Uh, it's not like uh, you can't get fired over that anymore. Uh, whistleblowing and all, all that stuff. I mean, you probably can well, still get fired over it. But... Not, not as hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you just got to get like 10 people around you to walk out, and you'll be good. Um, well, you guys, as always, Leave your opinions, uh, Discord, Twitter, whatever the fact. Uh, you can find Ray at what's your Twitter handle? Wadaras on Twitter, W A D A R A S S. All right. And you can find me at Game Dev Unchained. But uh, let us know your thoughts, as always. Uh, it's always interesting. I go in here with a few topics, but we go off tangent. You know, maybe <laughs> you. <laughs> and it'll be interesting, man. I think hopefully one day, like, people can just cut my opinions against myself because you know i'm i'm changing all the time i'm trying to understand both sides i think that's the best to kind of uh find a equal grounding uh to move forward 
with what it, is, what it is brandon is a dude that owns a company and so therefore he's just thinking about his <laughs> the bottom that, line that's how it works that's usually how it works right that's usually like, how it works before, the switch before right? you before you own a company you're like fuck those guys and then yeah. you own one you're like oh <laughs> I, yeah, I am those guys yeah like, oh now i'm afraid i'm afraid of this now I, it's true man i am starting to be that way because i'm like trying to see it. it's like well if i hire someone you know and suddenly they they throw all these rights at me how do i function as a company you know within <laughs> seconds you're like you're, the only way to function is to exploit the labor i don't understand what's going on yeah well like, <laughs> overall i feel like i am being nice and and and, and clean right but like i'm yeah. hearing stories like my friend who is a nice guy right yeah. through and through right and he's getting treated in this way because companies are so afraid of the consequences i mean that's really what it is i agree with you they should have done better but uh the risk is so high now where you can't take chances and that's what i'm afraid of he's not gonna fear fear justice that's coward's way out man you just you gotta figure out how to how to to navigate it how to move well hopefully next month we have better news uh Uh, I keep I keep hating seeing like non game developers making a lot of money while we sit here talking about it. It's like, wow, this guy hacked for two days and then had six hundred million dollars. Oh my god, wrong business every time. You don't need you don't need the six hundred man. You don't need the six hundred. Figure, uh, figure out how much you need and then just 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 go get your goals, man. Yeah, give me two of those. Two of those. Will be good. <laughs> Uh, thanks everyone thanks Ray for jumping on round table and see you guys next time